You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes. Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Because nope. I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Age of Radio. Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart. The seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire. By famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady. Live only on Netflix. Because it's sports talk with Cooper and Big Man. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. All right, ladies and gentlemen, it is time once again for Sports Talk with Cooper and Big Man. This is Big Man joining me as always, my brother Cooper. Cooper, how you doing, brother? I'm doing good, man. You ready to get this going? Yes, sir. Today we are covering three sports, NASCAR, NFL, and hockey. Three? NHL. What? Yeah. Hockey? Well, hockey on a, on a you know Tuesday? Well, yeah. Remember, we had to cover the NHL standings <laughs> starting on Tuesdays because yeah. football's basically in its dead time, but we had a little bit of news we had to take care of first with the NFL, so that's why we're covering three today. Now, this is cool, dude. Yes, sir. Plus, NASCAR didn't do a whole lot this weekend because it was the all-star race, so we'll just talk a little bit about that. So, we've got a lot of hockey, though. Sounds cool, bro. Let's get into this. All right, we're going to give you a heads up on what the NASCAR Cup standings is currently running at with the top 16. In the first position is the number five, Kyle Larson Chevrolet. And second is Martin Truex Jr., the number number 19 Toyota. Number three is Alex Bowman in the 48 Chevy. Chase Elliott in the number 9 Chevy is 4th. William Byron is 5th in the 24 Chevy. Joey Logano is 6th in the 22 Ford. Kyle Busch is number 7 in the number 18 Toyota. Uh, in 8th place, Ryan Blaney in the 12 Ford. Brad Keselowski right behind him in 9th in the number 2 Ford. Christopher Bell in the number 20 Toyota is in 10th. Uh, Michael McDowell is in 11th in the number 34 Ford. Um, right behind him is the points leader of the whole thing, but hasn't won a race yet, is Danny Hamlin, the Toyota, number 11 Toyota. And 13th behind him is Kevin Harvick in the number 4 Ford. Austin Dillon is 14th in the number 3 Chevy. Tyler Reddick is 15th in the number 8 Chevy. And rounding out the top 16 is Chris Boucher in the number 17 Ford. So we're going to talk about the All-Star Race down in Texas. Let's do it. NASCAR had a break in the chase cup for the in break in the chase for the cup playoffs this past week as they headed to Texas for the All Star race. 
This race was, of course, another fantastic race and a chase for $1 million for the winner. NASCAR held a doubleheader with the All-Star Open for those who, drivers who had a chance to qualify for the All-Star race itself. That was won by Eric Amarola, but the All-Star race itself was won by pole sitter Kyle Larson, who has been on fire of late. He won the last two races going into the All-Star break, so if we include the All-Star race itself, the last three races that Larson has raced in, he has won. He is also the current points leader based off wins and appears to be destined to win the cup this year. So, Cooper, your thoughts on Kyle Larson's hot, hot streak? Quite the turnaround. We, you know, I think we just talked about it off air that, you know, it's it's quite the turnaround from last year. Yes, after he got uh, <clears throat> suspended for the remainder of the season for using vulgar lang- racial vulgar language during a... Uh, simulation race game that they um, run they ran for a while during the pandemic uh, so that turnaround from that and coming back this year winning the last three races in a row that he's competed in he's won three that count towards the playoff has been pretty amazing and with how dominant he's been running as of late uh, I'd but say that, right now he's the favorite but that one million dollars too right that's, that's just crazy it's a million dollars richer Man, I wish I could. Yeah, I wish I could just get a million dollars just playing scratch offs or something, right? <laughs> I, I'd take a mil- cool million right now. I mean, shoot, I'd take a cool five hundred thousand right now. That'd help a lot. Help us out a lot, right? If we can just get that. But it's been a it's been a great um, turnaround for him, indeed. Uh, looking forward to seeing what, what the second half of the race schedule looks like and what he can do in the second half, leading into the playoffs. It's going to be um, one exciting, excuse me, chase for the cup this year. Definitely, man, definitely. All right, we're going to head from the racetrack to the gridiron. Ooh. And there has been, and we're going to talk about that race that was to see who would be traded first, Julio Jones or Aaron Rodgers, which ended rather quickly when Jones was traded from Atlanta to the Tennessee Titans last week. The Titans gave up a second-round pick in 2022 and a fourth-round pick in 2023. Atlanta sends Julio Jones and a sixth-round pick in 2023 to Tennessee. This move can help benefit the Titans' offense now, as now defenses cannot just load the box and try to slow down Derrick Henry in the run game. This will also allow A.J. Brown to continue to develop as a very talented pass catcher as teams are not able to just double-team him as Jones' presence will be a constant threat. The only true weakness on the Titans' offense may be their quarterback, Ryan Tannehill, but having two threats like Brown and Jones will definitely provide him enough weapons to put up great numbers and lead this offense. So, Cooper, your thoughts? On the Tennessee Titans getting Julio Jones. No. <laughs> no. No, uh, no, this is good for the Titans, man. Uh, you know, I I still have harsh feelings toward him about, you know, the whole Marcus Mariota situation. Yeah. But, uh, you know, this gives Ryan Tannehill an actual opportunity to prove that he belongs in this league. Yeah. Because it's one thing to beat out another quarterback, but... You know, you've got to be able to uh, make playoffs, make Super Bowls. If you can't do that, then you're not you're not made for the NFL. So, yeah. um, it is what it is, and we'll see what happens. I think it's it's really good. It takes the pressure off of of Derrick Henry, and uh, you know, like you said, they're the receiver. So, mm-hmm. um, you know, and it also opens up the game for some play action. So, absolutely. And, I mean, just imagine, I mean, you lost one of your good pass catchers in John O'Smith, Smith, um, who went to New England via free agency, to turn around and replace him with one of the best wide receivers in the game when he's healthy, and Julio Jones is 
a fantastic yeah, how pickup. The, how the Patriots did not get in on this? They I were I, they were in on it a little bit, but I don't. Yeah. I don't know. I probably I, I wouldn't be surprised though. Atlanta they probably give, they didn't have to give up a whole lot, which is pretty cool. I think. Well, I think Atlanta probably wanted more from certain teams, depending on where they were trading him. Yeah, true. Even though you'd be like, well, you only gave up a second rounder next in next year's draft. Well, yeah, but their demands for certain teams could have been, no, we ain't giving you him without you giving up a lot more than just a second round pick because we're not sending him to you, especially. Atlanta probably still has some hard feelings over that 25-point deficit oh, they blew. That 25-point yeah, lead to, to the Patriots. So, just because Tom Brady's not there anymore doesn't mean anything. Right, because they've got their uh, Tom Brady 2.0. We'll see what happens. Yes, sir. All right, so, but speaking of Aaron Rodgers, though, the situation, it keeps turn- taking a unique turn after turn, man. Rodgers skipped voluntary OTAs in the mandatory minicap this last week. As of this episode, it has yet been reported whether or not Green Bay has actually fined him for missing the minicamp. This past week, team president Mark Murphy made comments that supposedly echoed the thoughts of former team president Ted Thompson, calling Aaron Rodgers a complicated fella. Rodgers appeared on video chat this weekend to discuss his upcoming televised golf game versus Tom Brady, wearing a t-shirt that said, I'm offended. (laughs) Quote, unquote. (laughs) Um, it is believed the shirt was just in jest towards the situation in Green Bay, but interesting nonetheless. Rodgers will actually be fine starting at training camp next month if he's not if he does not show, and those fines cannot be reversed by the team. So Cooper, as the world turns in Green Bay, in the Rodgers situation, it's, your thoughts? It's not a complicated fella. He literally won the MVP last year. Yeah, they did not go to a Super Bowl. Heck. They made it to the playoffs? I don't remember. Did they? Yes, they made it all the way to the conference championship games. Okay, well, you know, at the same time, you're the MVP. You want to win a Super Bowl. Yeah. You want to prove the fact that, you know, you are who you say you are. Mm -hmm. And, you know, if if Green Bay is not going to build a team around the MVP quarterback, then... Uh, by all means, leave, dude. Be offended. I'm, I'm happy for you. Right. And, uh, you know, go ahead, tack, tack him, tack him with these, these, uh, you know, fines and everything. Because also, it makes you look bad as an organization to keep someone that does not want to be there. Yeah. Um, you could only, you know, lowball somebody so much before they see. The real reason why Aaron Rodgers does not want to be there. Obviously, uh, you know, you've got some high heads in management, and they're trying to throw their weight around. And, Mm -hmm. you know, Rodgers is not budging on what he wants, so give the man what he wants and let him out of Green Bay. Exactly. I agree with that 100%. Um, We just talked about Julio Jones, so probably the situation that they didn't get involved with getting Julio Jones was probably because they're asking price from Atlanta was too much um, mm-hmm. because, I don't know, but to me, though, if you want to keep Aaron Rodgers and actually want him to show up, maybe paying whatever Atlanta was asking for Julio from you might have been worth it. Mm-hmm. Especially giving you Devontae Adams and and um, Julio Jones, two really great receivers. Devontae Adams is already oh, man, a really good got, receiver. If they got Julio Jones... Uh, I wouldn't know why he wouldn't want to stay other than 
still dealing with the management and things yeah. like that that he does not care for. But at, at the same time, you're not dealing with him while you're on the field. Yeah, that's that's a totally different ball game. And know? I'm looking at it this too. Since you already technically have your Rogers replacement on the team, that's still a win for you, even if Rogers wants to be gone. Because you give Jordan Love another weapon for him. Yeah. So if you have your replacement on the team and your quarterback was like, well, yeah, thanks for getting Julio, but I still don't want to deal with you guys anymore. And you're like, well, that sucks. Well, that doesn't really suck so much because, well, we just got you're setting Love. Quarterback up. You're setting, yeah, you're setting Love up with two good receivers instead so of just one. So to me, either way, to me, it might have been worth it depending on what it is. I can understand if it, they were asking like for two first. Maybe even three first. If they went a little off the wall, I can understand it. But still, if it was a first and a maybe a third, I might have paid that for Julio Jones just to get Aaron Rodgers to come back or at least set up my my supposed future franchise quarterback with two good weapons. Well, I think that's one of the biggest things you and I were talking about with this whole draft situation. And I think they went left field on their... First couple picks, just to piss him off. Yeah, well, because he kind of... the feathers, and that's just... That's not right. Since he kind of pissed them off by a few hours prior to draft day, um, first night of the draft night, by <laughs> stating that he had demanded a trade, so... Well, obviously, he knew what, what route they, they wanted to go and didn't want to be there, so... Absolutely. All right, man, so we're going to change from the gridiron to the ice rink, baby. What? Yeah, what? it's time hockey to get chilly. Sticks? Yes. H-E uh, double hockey sticks. Oh. What the? Yeah. What the? Never mind. All right, here we go. Stanley Cup playoffs have been an exciting roller coaster so far this year. The Toronto Maple Leafs, the favorites to come out of the North Division, was eliminated by the Montreal Canadiens in seven games in the first round. This was also coming off a 3-1 series lead for the Maple Leafs. The Las Vegas Golden Knights struggled in their series with the Minnesota Wild as the Golden Knights blew a 3-1 series lead as well, but managed to win Game 7. The Colorado Avalanche made quick work of the St. Louis Blues, sweeping the series and winning by at least three goals in each game. The the Winnipeg Jets uh, swept the Edmonton Oilers, but had to really work for each win after Game 1 when they won comfortably 4-1. They would only win by one goal in the next three games of that series, and each game went into overtime. The defending champs, Tampa Bay Lightning, struggled to beat the Florida Panthers in six games, but it was one of the greatest, um, great series um, for sure. The uh, Carolina Hurricanes and the National Predator, Nashville, sorry, National, <laughs> Nashville Predators was an interesting series. It would go to six games, but the Canes would win the first two, Preds would, Preds would win the second two, and then the Canes would finish off with the series winning the, next, the final two. Um, games three through six, though, in that series would go into overtime. Excuse me. The Boston Bruins would gentlemen sweep the Washington Capitals after the Capitals won the first game. And the biggest surprise has to be the New York Islanders, who won in six games against the Boston Bruins and would continue that hot streak into round two. So, Cooper, your round one thoughts. Dude, crazy. Back and forth crazy, man. Mm-hmm. Looks like a lot of close games. So, I mean, pretty exciting, bro. Yeah, it's been an uh, interesting playoff um, setup. You know, we had the pandemic issue, so they split everybody into divisions because Canada, the Canadian teams really couldn't travel. Some people like this, some people don't. Right. It, it is what it is. We got to do what we got to do. 
COVID protocol. Yep, COVID protocol, absolutely. So it made for an interesting interdivision first round, and of course, second round is also interdivision. What we're about to talk about, but it made for um, very intriguing matchups and quite entertaining series. So. Do you maybe do you think if you're the NHL might consider doing something similar next year? I don't know. It'd be kind of interesting to see what happens. Mm-hmm, definitely. All right, let's talk about round two real quick. In the North Division, in round two, the Canadians made quick work of the uh, Jets by sweeping them. The Gold Knights appeared to be exhausted and just not ready to take on the Avalanche in the first two games of that series in the West Division, as the Avs won the first two. However, the Gold Knights would bounce back at home and win the next four games to end the series in six. The Lightning were on a three-game or were a game three overtime loss from sweeping the Hurricanes in the Central Division. In the East Division, even though the Bruins, wait, I said that wrong. Oh, the Islanders facing the Bruins. I messed up somewhere on that. I don't know. <laughs> and. and- and crickets now are like, uh... <laughs> I messed up somewhere. I don't know where I messed up now. I'm kind of confused. Anyways, the Islanders have moved on to the Final Four. So, Cooper, your thought on us on round two besides my freaking screw up? <laughs> hey, man, the fact that, that they came back the way they did like that, won that many games, pretty yeah. sweet, dude. Yeah, it was uh, quite interesting to say the least. Who did I have? The Boston Bruins? Oh, I messed up here. Okay, so the Islanders, the, the Islanders faced someone else in the first round. This, I don't know. I don't know who they faced in the first round. So, anyways, in the second round, they actually beat the Bruins. My bad. I'll figure that out later. Sorry, guys. My bad. All right. So, anyways, to so the final four or the Frozen Four, as I dubbed it, even though that's technically hockey, um, uh, college hockey, is the as the Frozen Four. So now we're there at the Frozen Four of the Stanley Cup uh, playoffs. The teams were reseeded with the Golden Knights as the number one seed, the Lightning as the number two seed, the Islanders as the third seed, and the Montreal Canadiens as the fourth seed. And um, so we start off having the Golden Knights taking on the Montreal Canadiens, and the Golden Knights won game one of that series 4-1. On the other side, we had the uh, Tampa Bay Lightning taking on the New York Islanders. The Islanders took game one of that series 2-1. Game two of the Lightning Islanders uh, series is taking place tonight, so we'll see if the Islanders can keep that magic run going or if the Lightning can finally flex their muscles as the defending champs. And then, of course, tomorrow night we'll have game two of the Golden Knights and uh, uh, Montreal Canadiens. So, Cooper, your thoughts on the final four. Come on, Tampa Bay. Come on, Tampa Bay. I'm still honoring for Vegas. I want to see the Vegas team win. I don't know why. I just did. Vegas Golden Knights. I still think it was really dumb they called themselves the Golden Knights when they could have just been the Vegas Knights. Makes It's so much better to have fun with Vegas Knights. Come on. Yeah. We're going out on a Vegas night, baby. <laughs> right? I mean, what happens we in don't Vegas? Need, we don't got to add golden to it just yeah. to make it, I don't know, weird. Just to make it golden? Uh, I guess. I don't know. Central Florida didn't like that when they came up with that, but it is what it is, apparently. <laughs> so we just got to deal with what we got. But I'm looking forward to seeing how this uh, ends up being. Um, also, I did check. They are playing in Canada in games three and four 
and game six if necessary. So hmm. they, they will be playing in Canada, uh, Montreal, Canada. So Canada and the United States work something out, or at least with the leagues, the NHL league, to work something out. Um, because all I know for sure is the Toronto Blue Jays now are finishing the rest of their home games. I believe it's after the quote-unquote second half of the season starts, I believe. Mm -hmm. Um, The Blue Jays will be in Buffalo, which is close to Toronto. It's just they're basically right across from each other on the United States-Canada border, so... Gotcha, gotcha. Um, I believe, though, that the United States and Canada will be a little lax, and they will allow um, Toronto fans to come to Buffalo, um, though they probably have to be vaccinated to come into Buffalo to watch the Blue Jays games. But it's going to be a lot simpler and easier for um, Toronto Blue Jays fans to still see their baseball team, even though they can't do the crossing over to the border. Um, So... Yeah, it'll be interesting to see if the Montreal Canadiens the win and see if that working order continues into the uh, Stanley Cup Finals. <laughs> Dead one, man. Dead one. But it's interesting. Everything going off, going on in the playoffs right now. Yeah, man, it's been a crazy playoffs. So, fortunately, me being sick and then, yeah, yeah, we missed a lot of time. So that's why we had to cover all this. We had to cover two rounds in one episode to get it caught up. Bo caught up. Oh, there you go. So we'll keep you up to date next week and how the series, uh, how both series are going, and whether or not we're already on to the finals. And boy, you sound so somber about that. The finals. The finals, because well, you know, I just did a lot of work, and it, and I'm kind of mad at myself for messing up the playoffs in round one. And well, hey, man, everybody makes mistakes, and everybody knows this is. This is us having a good time. If you're enjoying what we're doing, we appreciate you. Yep. But we are human. We make mistakes. Yeah. It's okay. Yeah. Because uh, I'm pretty much writer, editor, and producer, and he's producer, co-host, co-creator, sometimes writer, <laughs> depending yeah. on how he's feeling. It depends on the day. I might get him to write something. <laughs> <laughs> So, it's a little bit wonky, but we made it through this episode. We're glad y'all are still paying attention to us, even though we were gone for a while, a long while, too much. We're trying not to do that. Thinking about it too much, bro. Yeah. I not know. that big of a deal. No, it's not. People get sick. Things happen, bro. Yeah. You got me sick. I didn't get you sick. <laughs> My kid got you sick. Yep, I'm blaming him. So, there you go. <laughs> All right, man. So that does it for us on this episode. So far, Thursday, we should be okay to do that episode of Worldwide Sports Talk. Definitely. Should be. Shouldn't have any problems with that. And then, of course, we'll be back with the preview of Hell in a Cell pay-per-view. Hell in a Cell. On Saturday. And, of course, Sunday, we have more baseball basketball talk. And the playoffs are getting really interesting in the NBA this this week, too. Oh, I think we forgot to mention, too, that the Jaguars had a bit of a scare. Oh, yeah, well, okay, Trevor Lawrence got hurt recently, so he's been taking it slow in uh, minicamp. He pulled a hammy. He'd be all right, though. I think he tweaked his hammy more than pulled it. He'd be all right. Um, they, they, they say it's just 
they're taking every precaution, keeping him. You know, he's still working out, but he's not. You know, he's not doing full full practices yet. Here come the Tebow chants. Tebow already, Tebow. right? <laughs> So. This is going to be an inter- interesting off season for them going it's into training camp. It's definitely going to be an interesting year all around. And uh, finally, I hope to God we have a uh, have a football team on our hands. A decent one, local. Yes. Because f the Buccaneers and the Dolphins are the Dolphins. Uh, yeah, I guess I guess I could say you know Tampa Bay, but nah. you, they went from you know a. Total losing season to getting Tom Brady and Gronk, and they—you got to give it to them though. They they went all the way, and and, and yeah, the rest did a good job giving it to them in that Super Bowl. Well, whatever, they still won. So. Especially the female whose son's name. The, the fact Donald. that they even made it there is is pretty impressive. So, well, because they didn't have to face us, we would have whooped their butts. I don't know about all that. Hey, we beat them earlier in the year. We could do. We could have done it. Golf again. was doing pretty shit at the end of the year, bro. Well, so. that's golf for you. We got. Yeah. We got Matthew Stafford. Now. That doesn't mean shit for last year. Well, so. no, but still. <laughs> but anyways, we go on and on about how much Big Bad hates Tom Brady and how much you know he doesn't even look at Tampa Bay like they're their legitimate team. But they are Super Bowl champions, and we have to stay biased on this. Unbiased. unbiased on this, so, you know, it is what it is. Go Rams. Go Jaguars. Go Dolphins. Anyways, F Tampa Bay. Go, go Buccaneers. Whatever. All right, love you guys. Thank you again for listening, and you know we appreciate you. And be and sure to tune in. Check we out got more all our social medias and uh, reach out to us, man. We we we, uh, we would like to hear from you guys. Okay. Quick thought on that: we cannot reply on TikTok right now. We're gonna work on that and remedy that soon, eventually. But right now, we can't reply on TikTok. But of course, you can comment, and we'll comment back. But we can't actually answer direct messages, so please don't DM us. We can't message you back on that. But of course on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, all that, we can definitely contact you back that way. Just, unfortunately, right now not on TikTok and DMs. Yeah. But we will reply to your comments. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot... Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Just keep that in mind. Definitely. So... That does it for us here at Sports Talk. And as always, keep Keep on on talking sports. Hey everyone, this is Big Man. This is Cooper. We hope you enjoyed our latest episode, but be sure to check us out on our social medias. On Facebook at Cooper Big Man. Our Facebook page, Sports Talk with Cooper and Big Man. On Twitter at Cooper underscore Big Man ST. On Instagram, also at Cooper underscore Big Man ST. At TikTok at sportstalk.cooper.bigman. Or you can email us at sportstalk with Cooper in Big Man. That's sportstalk, W I T, Cooper, the letter N, Big Man, 
and that's at gmail.com. Thank you for tuning in, and we love you guys for checking us out. Be sure to catch us on our next episode.